Seven Sequel Jurassic Park, one minute time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And today we're here to discuss Minute 76 of The Lost World. Dave, we've got some, uh, over the Christmas break, we've got some more footage from the Jurassic Park Evolution game. Jurassic Park? Jurassic World Evolution game. <laughs> oh, it's going to get confusing. Um, <laughs> with some uh, new dinosaur models. Mm-hmm. One that uh, has got a little bit of a uh, fan's question is, it looks like a Deinonychus. It's got a bit of a head crest on it. Yeah. It's, 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 it was confirmed to be a Deinonychus by the game developers, I believe, but <clears throat> interesting enough, the Jurassic Park Velociraptors are based off of Deinonychus, so we <laughs> have an oxymoron. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, it, it's possible there's been a little bit of speculation this could be some of the hybrid or the hybridization you can do in the game, uh, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine. Um, I love the skin textures on it. And I don't really mind the colour either. Um, no, it's not a bad colour. Um, we've also seen a, a Ceratosaurus as well. A Ceratosaurus. <laughs> I'll leave the dinosaur names up to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Jurassic Park 3, we get the Ceratosaurus, and it's the exact same colours as it was in Jurassic Park 3, so that's that's a nice, great bit of, a bit of continuity. Mm, yep. There's a couple of uh, Edmontosauruses as well, sort of grazing in a field. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got a nice sort of blue blue color on the heads. Um, again, possibly this could be the hybrid hybridization of the dinosaurs, or it could be just the fact that they're going with this. Because really, apart from uh, one brief shot in the Lost World, this would be the first time in the franchise we've seen them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. At least in the flesh, anyway. Yeah. Yep. No, it's good. A couple more designs. I don't think we have a release date for Evolution yet. Uh, just checking the article here that can't see anything but um the game's coming and i'm still excited to get in and play it more yeah more so just to explore the world i'm not really up on park building but uh it's a good little aspect of the game that i'll play around with at least anyway mm-hmm. huh? no, no. Herbivore, oh yeah Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts but then later there's running and then screaming secondly over the Christmas, uh, when was it? I think it was the late December. Um, mm-hmm. Empire released some stills from their upcoming article in their magazine with the uh, Carnotaurus, with its mm-hmm. uh, nice head there looking into the gyrosphere, and I really do love that design. Yeah, it does look great. It, it's got that red, it's got that orangish red, and then the dark bluish black. Mm. Almost reminds you of the toy of the colorations that they had with the toys. Yeah. With a lot more detail. I mean, looking at the picture here in the high definition, you can see those scutes and stuff all around the eyes and along the jaw. And it, it's just got a beautiful hatchet-shaped jaw, just like a Carnotaurus should. Yep. You know? I hope it doesn't die. Well, there's more than one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but um, it's one interesting thing here in the article. They've noticed that the, uh, the eye is very chameleon-like. Um, yeah, it is. Which is a nice Very little... Very like, even in the, even in the um, iris, mm. too. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that sort of light, light of colour around the pupil. Mm-hmm. That's sort of a nice little nod back to the Lost World novel. Um, yeah, even yeah, if is. Even if this doesn't camouflage, which it probably won't and probably shouldn't, uh, after they've done that with the Indominus Rex. But no, fantastic design. Really excited to see it on screen. And uh, and yeah, just hope it <laughs> hope it's not a short a short lived cameo. Yeah, me too. 
And I really uh, hope we actually get to see it in action because, I mean, looking at the design, it's just so beautiful. The um, nice big bucket-shaped mouth, just great for just slamming its teeth into food and then just scraping away flesh. Yeah, yep. I suppose one other thing that's coming out of the article as well, um, Jay Biona sort of saying that the uh, start of the film is going to be Bond-like or teases a Bond-like opening for Fallen Kingdom, which could mean anything. I'm guessing it's the action, some sort of action scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt it's Chris Pratt, you know, club asking for a martini. <laughs> <laughs> um, you never know. But it's sort of, it's hard, it's hard to nail down what a Bond-like opening would be because especially the later Daniel Craig Bond sort of took a lot of their... Um, a lot of their sort of themes from uh, the Bourne movies, sort of more of that held, held, handheld camera, um, more oh, for the yeah, fighting yeah. scenes. So it'd be just interesting to see what he's what he's alluding to there. And it's yeah. also interesting that um, he mentions that because I mean everybody thinks of the stereotypical Bond mo- uh, opening being the uh, barrel of the gun focusing in on <laughs> Bond, you know. <laughs> So what do we have here? We have the gyrosphere. No. I don't know what you could replace for the uh, the gun barrel for Jurassic. <laughs> Maybe just the uh, Isla Nublar map and the blood sort of covers it. Yeah. <laughs> it almost uh, comes into Bonanza ter- territory where the map of the Ponderosa Ranch starts burning. Yeah, yep. So yeah, there's that, and he's also sort of said that there's going to be the uh, the second half's going to be terrifying and feature a secret dinosaur, which I'm guessing it's the one we see in the trailer and in the uh, behind the scenes. But uh, I suppose we'll wait a couple more weeks yeah, until well. yeah, until Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl should um, get our next trailer for that, and it should show a little bit more, hopefully. So that's coming along. All right, Dave, ready to get into 76? Yep. All right. As we enter minute 75 of the Lost World, Dita helplessly trying to evade the compies, climbed over a fallen log and fell back down to the creek bed, and several compies started leaping over the log to attack. As we continue into minute 76 of the Lost World, more compies leap over the log, and we can hear Dita's screams as he's eaten alive. The camera slowly pans down to the creek and we see a slight trail of blood as Dita screams the final time. 75 minutes and 18 seconds we cut back to the group and Rowan looking sternly at Carter asking, when did you last see him? Carter replies, about 10-15 minutes. He signals to Carter to come with him and then picks out another hunter and the men start walking through the group who are all seated, still exhausted. He tells the rest of the group to keep right on and in 10 minutes they should reach the ridge, and they should wait for him there. At 75 minutes and 35 seconds, Roland turns before leaving the group and addresses Sarah. Miss Harding, no one tells a little girl. Sarah nods and walks back over to where she was kneeling before, and squats back down. At 75 minutes and 45 seconds, with the group still exhausted, Ludlow stands and says, Right, let's move on. After a couple of seconds of being ignored, he says, Alright, up, up and claps his hands. Again he's ignored, and finally says, come on, up, 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 and claps twice. 
but the hunters ignore him once again. 75 minutes and 56 seconds, Nick stands up and says, come on guys, let's get the hell out of here. And the group begin to stand. And this ends minute 76 for the Lost World. So the Compi Swarm sort of leaps over the log as we seen in the last minute and we get to see, or get to hear, Dita being attacked and eaten alive. Um, a lot of weird noises he's making here. I don't know if Spielberg's <laughs> direction was, act as if you're dying or... <laughs> Because a lot of no nos and ahs and <laughs> yeah, which I what are those companies doing to him behind that log? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it's even him or if it's just ADR. Because you know he's sort of got that Swedish accent. Yeah. But yeah, we uh we soon realise pretty quick what the outcome is as we see the uh, blood slowly come down the stream in the water mm-hmm. around under the log. Yeah. I love how we get that kind of like endless stream of just copies just going over the log. Mm. And then the camera slowly pans to the creek bed, slowly turning red. That's always one of my favorite shots from the, when I was a when kid. Yeah. Is that blood just slowly filming, or just slowly uh, trailing down the creek bed, you know? Mm. Yeah, because we've seen, we had a, like, there would have been a dozen copies when he first fell down the hill and landed at the creek bed. And then as he's sort of running up the creek bed, we've seen more and more join the group and follow him. Like mm-hmm. that last time before he started climbing over the log in the last minute where he sort of looks back at him, there probably would have been 30 compies at least. Yeah. Um, we only seen about eight of them because of <laughs> money. But uh, it just it just goes to show. And then, as you said, we sort of get this stream of them jumping up over the log. And again, just in that perfect Spielberg magic, implied, not shown, horror of Dita being essentially eaten alive, and mm-hmm. we hear it, and we and we see the uh, the blood start to come down the stream. It's not the first time we'll see it in this film, but it's just a fantastic shot, and I love it. And you can also hear sort of the compies mm-hmm. um, chirping and chomping, Darling. and yeah, yep, the end of Dita. Yep. I love how uh, on social media you get a lot of times people posting up the uh, who's your biggest villain from the Jurassic franchise and Dita sometimes makes that list along, yeah. with, along with Nedry and Ludlow and that where I, I just don't think his character was that well developed um, in the film yes we've seen him sort of be a bit heartless taken down the parasol office in the hunt but it's sort of he's just there leading the troops really Mm-hmm. Um, and like RJ just sort of takes takes a step back in the film. Yeah, it's really Roland who uh, is made shine in these movies mm. or in this movie. Yeah, Roland and Ian Malcolm. Yeah, and funny enough, Roland rarely ends up on those lists. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think it's because he's such a good person. I mean, you know. Yeah, but if that gun was loaded at the end and we get to, he was going to shoot that Rex. So. To be fair, the Rex were, he was eating people. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll pull the self-defense card. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but I suppose one, one last thing to, before we leave here as well. Um, you are saying before how he was sort of heading, in the last minute, how he was heading deeper into the canyon. And mm-hmm. you just see it here, like you got that lovely wall of ferns and rock 
um, on one side here. And just, again, just love the area this was filmed in. Um, the yeah, location it's, it's scouts really done great. a great job. They, they did. But uh, we cut away from Dita's gruesome demise and uh, Roland's stern face looking at the camera or off to the side of the camera and he, uh, we realise he's uh, looking at Carter and asks, when did you mm-hmm. last see him? Carter replies about 10, 15 minutes ago, which means they haven't really gone that far. Mm-hmm. So we, we know how fast the group was moving because they're getting exhausted. Um, mm-hmm. they, I, they wouldn't have gone a mile. They've probably gone three quarters of a mile or something, you'd imagine, half a mile. In that mm-hmm. sort of... Probably not even that. Yeah. So... I mean, probably a quarter of a mile because if it has been 10, 15 minutes, the average human walks about three miles an hour. Mm. Plus sort of the terrain there, it's sort of up and down the hills in amongst the redwoods and that, so... Mm-hmm. Um, plus you're only as fast as your slowest member as well, so you got Kelly and maybe some injured hunters there following you as well, but... Or even mm. Ian limping, that'd be your probably two slowest members. But um, but yeah, we pull back and see the group resting. Uh, Roland's the only one standing. Tells Carr to come with him, and mm-hmm. asks another hunter the same. And they get up and start walking down through the group. Roland says, "If he's alive, we'll find him. Uh, the rest of you keep right on. Uh, in ten minutes, you should reach the ridge. Wait for us there." Um, and we sort of know from the last scene with Dita that it's late afternoon starting to get dark again it's just I find it interesting now only 10 minutes away from the ridge where they're going to camp for the night which makes you wonder how how long Rome was off searching for Dita if they mm-hmm. if he only had to sort of run back or go back 10-15 minutes to find where they were resting before yeah um, but keep in mind he does do a he does um he and a couple of the other hunters do uh go and scout the village uh, up ahead before they come back around and rendezvous with the rest of the group. And that's, yeah, that because that comes up in the next minute where he says he's seen yeah. it, which um, mm-hmm. did make me wonder, sort of looking at it more closely. Plus also, too, okay, once he goes back to where they... It'd be easier to sort of backtrack to where they had rested um, and find Dita's backpack that then you've got to try and follow, follow a path and find his... Um, he's like his chest webbing and that or his vest and um, all that sort of stuff he dropped when he was going to go to the toilet mm-hmm. and then sort of finds yeah, he probably found them through that and then just followed the trail of broken broken uh, twigs and broken bones <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and also considering his sort of rifle ended up towards the top of the hill when he started to fall down yeah, it would have been nice for him to see that rifle come back later on when he meets back up with the others, if Carter was carrying mm-hmm. it or something. Rowan walks past the camera, he's got his gun on his shoulder, and uh, turns to address Sarah, who sort of, who was kneeling down the ground, sort of stands up as he walks past and uh, tells uh, Miss Harding no one tells the little girl. Mm-hmm. Which, how old does he think she is? <laughs> She's just seen the Tyrannosaurus take Eddie. Oh, she didn't see... Oh, yeah, she would have seen the Tyrannosaurus take Eddie, so... Yeah, but he's like he says in that uh, in the deleted um, in the cut dialogue, he's trying to fight panic here, so he doesn't want the idea 
sitting in amongst a group that one of their own is being that they're being picked off as they move along you know yeah yeah good point plus doesn't want anybody there looking around wondering who's going to be next yeah or doesn't want to put in that fear if you're going to go off the path to go to the toilet or something yeah you're not going to get taken but just be careful Uh but sarah sort of nods and goes back to where she was sitting squats down again and then we get a Ludlow stand <laughs> and uh, right let's carry on um, and slings his bag over his shoulder but uh, no one's getting up and uh, it tries again everybody up and claps <laughs> still no movement and uh, come on up 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 and then claps twice and still no one stands <laughs> mm-hmm. um, then we get Nick sort of stand, stand finally and says come on guys let's get the hell out of here <laughs> Yeah, they're all done with Ludlow at this point. Yeah, it's they're just yeah, it's just proof that uh, being in charge doesn't give you respect. No. Although you got to wonder how much in charge he is at the moment. Cause, yeah, I, mean, cause, I don't think any at all. Yeah, because when Roland's really the one in charge. Yeah, but he doesn't really hand that off to someone when he leaves. He sort of just talks to the group. Mm-hmm. That in 10 minutes you're going to get to the ridge wait for us there he sort of calls Sarah out and says no one tells the little girl but doesn't say watch him watch over him until I get there sort of Ian's nowhere to be seen here either um, no that's true so I wonder if they're towards the back of the pack somewhere with Kelly but then you'd think they'd be with Sarah so that's just sort of an odd little thing that I noticed but uh, they're going to go try and find Dita and the group's going to move on, but that's uh, that's 76. Anything else you want to add, Dave, before we get out of here for the week? No, um, I just want to say that this is actually going to be the last time we see the Redwoods in this movie. It is too, yeah. And I love how this set here, I mean, is... I mean, it's on location, but it almost looks like one of those old Lost World-style sets mm. where you have the foreground just covered in ferns and that small trail... And then the background looks almost set in, you know? I mean, it's just completely enshrouded in fog. You can just see kind of bare details. Yeah, yep. And yeah, and it, it, we've been sort of talking the praise for the whole film that we've been they've been shooting there. It's just a great, a great location. Mm-hmm. Um, much like being on uh, Hawaii for the locating, for the shooting there, um, I think the Redwoods definitely added their own sort of uh, elements to the movies, and I just love it for it. Oh, it's definitely did. It definitely helped this movie. Mm. Yeah, just those massive trees. Even going back to um, one of the early minutes where we had Ian and Sarah sort of walking amongst them, talking to each other, and you just got that long cam- camera um, track back through them, and just got these massive trees either side of them, and just. It's just that Lost World feel. Alright guys, let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. You can email feedback to thelostworldminute at gmail.com. Facebook, The Lost World Minute. Twitter, at The Lost World Minute. And Instagram, The Lost World Minute. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to remember. (laughs) Uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative 
that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way.